is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasberry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and we're back with you with another great guest. Uh, our next guest, you know, has done everything from, you know, writing music or actually having his music um, showcase with a presidential candidate uh, to doing uh, having the music showcase on ESPN and uh, various other uh, television programs. Look, in the world of entertainment, you have talented people that never get anywhere because they don't have... Uh, a plan of action, and then you have talented people that you see all the time because they have a plan of action, and they they actually have grown to be household names. And our next guest is definitely going to be one of those people that will become a household name. You know, he's been he's been around, and he uh, he's definitely a pay it forward type of guy. So, without further ado, please welcome. Join me in welcoming. Recording artist, Louis Bello. All right, Louis Bello, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you? I'm doing good, doing really good. Thanks for having me. Good. You're coming to us straight from uh, Boston, Beantown. That's right, the Bean over here. Yeah. It's cold weather right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, little chilly out there, but you know you have a lot of hot stuff going on uh, with your career and, and uh, just in life. Um, but for the benefit of our listeners, l- let's do this. Let's let's start at the beginning. You're you're in the world of music, and yes. and I mean, how did you get involved in that? And just I want our listeners to follow this because your story is uh, very interesting. And uh, when they get to know more about you, you're going to gain some new fans. I'm sure of it. No, uh, yeah, it's, I, I appreciate it. It's um, I started uh, I actually started a little late as far as the career-wise, but I, I, my father was in a, a nine-piece horn band growing up, and he actually used to open up for groups like Tower of Power and Chicago whenever they came to Boston. And uh, so I grew up when I was uh, you know, around bands and rehearsals and always used to make us listen to records, me and my sisters, all the time. We always listened and had dance parties you know, every Sunday and Saturday. And, you know, so I grew up with that music around me and in me, and uh, it wasn't until I was probably like 14 that I actually started to decide, like, you know, this might be, this is kind of fun to do this on my own, and started uh, hanging out with the guys in the corners, kind of cliche, but we used to do that in Boston, and same with my buddies, and trying to do harmonies, and doing little talent shows, and finally one day I decided I'm going to start writing and doing my own stuff, and, you know, here I am, many years later, and still doing it, enjoying it, having a fun time. Yeah, but you're traveling all, all over the country as well, doing your thing. I am, yes, I am. We uh, this summer was really cool. We we had some shows in Vegas, Orlando, New York. I was in Philly, um, uh, and it just it, it was really fun. We were promoting my new record, my Chasing Rainbows record, and uh, it's 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 been a blast. Just just meeting new people from different areas of the country, and uh, you know, just trying to see what they like about my music and and hearing different stories that I could actually add into my songs when I create. So it's it's been a blast. Yeah, and you do a lot of charity work, too, from what I understand. Yeah, we, uh, there's a few different charities we work with here. Uh, I teach in the Boston Public Schools. 
sometimes, and and we got involved with uh, Peace Boston. Uh, There's a lot of um, young kids getting killed, I'm sure, around the country by uh, you know gun violence and gangs and things like that. And myself and my sister, uh, growing up in Boston, the city, we, we really got uh, attracted to this this cause called Peace Boston. And um, one of my sister's students at her school um, got yeah got murdered about five years ago, he's only uh, 10 years old, wow. and that really kind of locked us into trying to do something, you know, to bring awareness. So we've been we've been involved probably for the fat, past four or five years. It's a really, really good cause, you know, um, a, lot of, a lot of mothers without their sons, and it's pretty, it's pretty powerful, you know, when you get around these people and how strong they are to have lost their sons and to try to do something positive with this, you know, an awful thing like that. Well, I mean, you have you have to, you know, when something like that, and it is sad when a child leaves before the parent, uh, but when you're dealing with that, you have a choice. Either you're going to lay down and give up or hide in a corner, or you're going to stand up and do something. And you know what? There's some strong women standing up and doing that. And I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. I think that's fantastic stuff. And it's good that Very you're invo- inspiring. Yeah, and it's okay. good that you're involved with that because they need it. You know, and just just getting the exposure for what is happening there is helping them. You going out there and you're traveling around. You're, you're on you're on radio. You're, you're on this show. You're doing things is bringing attention to the organizations that you're working with. So I commend you, and I, I appreciate I, I, on that because it's fantastic. Now. Uh, going back, you've you've been all over the place. You know, you have you've been not only uh, performing, but you've been writing, and you wrote some you wrote music for some uh, I'm going to say some interesting people, uh, yeah. from, from presidential <laughs> candidates to uh, to uh, top recording artists. You know, let, let's let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, well, uh, it's funny, uh, presidential candidates. Um, Bill Richardson who was running against Obama uh, on his first. You know, the first time he was running for president for the Democratic Party, uh, I met him through a friend of mine, and they invited me to a, a party they were having. I think this was yeah, four or five five years ago, and uh, met him and, and sat down and, and got to know this guy. And he was the governor of New Mexico at the time, and just a great, great guy, um, Latino, um, just really he connected with everything that, you know, was happening around here in Boston and the cities. And it's just, he really just an interesting guy. And he'd done so much, you know, during his time that he worked for the government and is being governor. And, you know, we got to talking about music and he said, you know, I need, you know, I need, I need a campaign song. He said, Obama's got these, you know, these big campaign songs going on. We need something hip. So myself and uh, one of my producers, Malik Williams, we uh, got together and we, we came up with a song for him. He ended up using the song uh, during his campaign until, you know, unfortunately he, you know, dropped out and endorsed Obama. But mm-hmm. it was a really fun ride while we while we did that. You know, hearing the song played in his commercials and it, it was cool to be part of that political process on an entertainment side. Yeah, well, how many people get to do that? You know, really, if you think about it. Yeah, I, I was. I was. I've never met anybody that was that close to becoming, you know, the leader of our country. So it was, even now, it's really cool, because if he had become a president, it's like I sat and had lunch with him, you know, and it's like the thought of that just was really inspiring while we were working on the song. Well, I mean, it also so. shows you, you know, how the impact that entertainment can have 
on on even politics you know with social media entertainment you're 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 out there and you're you're connecting with the people so uh yeah the the impact is pretty great from from what i've seen and you know with what you're doing you know you I mean the the songwriting you know a lot of people when you have artists that are you know writing for other artists you don't hear about them they're in they're in the shadows okay right. uh, but then later on it comes out like oh my god you wrote songs for this one for that one for that one and because you decided to go and put yourself out in uh, in the front line and that's what you're doing right now you're putting yourself on on the front line uh, because you've you've written songs from what I I'm, I'm looking at for Brooke Hogan, Danity Kane, and a whole host of others. Yeah, I I worked with um, uh, Arby O'Day from Danny Danity uh, Kane right after she at the tail end of when they kind of I think I think they kicked her off the show as part of the, like the whole Puffy thing when Puff Daddy was running it, and uh, we were shooting a, a movie. We were shooting a pilot. I actually written a TV pilot with uh, a guy, a gentleman named Nick Verano, who is a, a big Italian businessman in Boston, restaurant owner. And we were doing this pilot, and uh, a friend of ours invited Aubrey to be part of the pilot we were shooting. And we talked on set, and, you know, I told her how much I, I loved her singing and all that. And, you know, before you know it, we're at the studio and writing a couple songs. And a month later, she's back, and we're writing more songs. And she's trying to get her own deals and... You know, it's how, that's how I kind of met her. And, uh, you know, she never, never unfortunately got to put out the songs because of, you know, the situations with the label and what she was going through at the time. But great person, great connection. And, of course, you know, she was on The Apprentice, I think it was last year or the year before, so she's still doing her thing. But it opened up doors for me to meet other people, mm-hmm. which is what I'm all about. The network, and it's so important. Right. Well, you, know? you have to, because if you're not... Yeah out there and speaking to people you're not marketing yourself and you're not opening up doors for yourself so you know that's fantastic that you're doing that um what was the deal with uh with uh Susanna what what how did you uh link up with that deal um Susanna she actually was signed to a label a friend of mine has a a label that I actually went to high school with and he ended up starting a label he had a it was a subsidiary label under Universal Records. I think, I'm not sure if he's still with them, but he was based out of Boston. And I wrote a lot of songs for him and his artists. And um, she was one of the artists. And we got in the studio and she came down one weekend and wrote a bunch of songs and she ended up using one. And, uh, you know, it was, it's just one of those things. It, like in the writing world, you just you write for as many people as you can and hope that one of them pops and... You know, it's just a it's, it's a fun game to play, but it's you meet interesting people. You know, mm-hmm. really. But the stuff you did with Brooke Hogan did that um, did that come to fruition? No, the stuff with Brooke Hogan didn't. We I worked with a company out of out of Lowell, Massachusetts, up in up here and right near Boston, and they did a ton of stuff with Brooke. They worked on her album, and I did I did two songs that she covered. And they didn't end up using them for the album, but made a great connection with her um, through the process that led to some other opportunities. So it it was a fun, you know, fun learning experience because they used a lot of stuff for her TV show, which, as we all know, ultimately got canceled. Yeah, we we don't want to see you in a ring, okay? Don't 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 do that. You know, I'll have to protest that one. (laughs) I'm not going to the ring. You know what's funny is is I did the Cage Effects. 
the, the um, national anthem. Right. And when I was doing it that day, it was the day that we met, I think. And yeah. the, with the announcer, I'm walking in the ring, and the announcer's like, "Up oh, and up next is uh, Louis Bello. He's going to be fighting in the left. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him. I said, no way, man. Yeah, he's he's a jokester, but yeah, you don't want to get involved in that stuff. You have you have to preserve your looks and your your voice for for greater for the greater good of mankind. Yeah, I'm a lover, I'm not a fighter. <laughs> there so. you go. Now, now you've done a lot of stuff, and look, your your dad's in show business, your sister's in show business, you're in show business. Let 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 me ask you this. Now you have a lot of uh, up and coming. Or, or aspiring, let's, let's just say aspiring, because I don't know if they're up and coming, but aspiring uh, music artists. Uh, they're in, you know, it may be rock, maybe this, maybe that, and, you know, they're trying to make uh, headway into this business. It's not an easy business. It's not an no. easy business to, to, to make it in. Now, you have people that are doing this for 20 years, and they, they, they get nowhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it happens, but you're, you're making headway. Now, you know what makes the difference, you know, between you know someone succeeding and someone never even getting their foot in the door. I think a big thing is having a business plan, and I think that's one thing that I've learned is that when you're in when you're in music, you know, obviously you start off because you love music. But if you want to have a career, it's like any business. You know, you open up a business, you have to have a plan, you have to have a marketing plan, you have to have something that sets yourself apart. And a lot of artists just make music but they don't know how to market themselves mm -hmm. and even when they do market themselves a lot of times people do it wrong mm -hmm. and they spend their money in the wrong places and they, they you know they don't have that focus so my my big thing the artists that i speak to you know because i'm still myself still trying to break through that top echelon but i'm moving you know i'm moving because i've, I, I've made a plan and i said this is where i want to be by next year and these are the little steps that I'm going to take. And every step I take is positive in the right mm -hmm. direction, even if it's small, as long as you're going forward. Well, let, so let, let, let me say this about you. You know, you say that you're trying to break into, you know, that upper echelon. The, the reality is that, is that you're doing, as you said, you're doing these little things. But these little things from ESPN, you know, CBS, ABC, you're doing things that are big for most people. But you have yeah. a, you, your, your business plan. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you have a five, ten, maybe a twenty-year business plan. You know, uh, to to make things happen. But you're actually executing on every move that you have on paper. Yeah, I mean, I I've been lucky enough uh, to you know make those opportunities work. So, you know, some of them don't, some of them do. But yeah, the ESPN uh, documentary push. I got on board. I wrote the title track for that, and they actually renamed the. It was called Madison vs. Madison, um, which was a basketball documentary. And when they heard my song Push, they actually renamed the movie to Push, which was huge for me because it was just going to be a part of the movie, and now it became the title of the movie. And that gives me a lot of... What it does, it gives me a lot of ammunition to go into the next meeting or the next opportunity. Mm -hmm. And uh, once ESPN picked it up, it just... I've been lucky, too, you know? So the business plan also comes with, with luck, but you don't get that luck unless you're doing things and i think that's what people you know they make mistakes by just sitting around you know you make a record and sit back mm -hmm. you got to kind of you just got to network well you know you know yeah but it has to do with you as a person too because i guarantee you espn would not go and change the title of one of their uh segments if 
you know, just because the music's good, you know, I'm sure they found out about you and they said, all right, you're 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 good, and we we can use your music. And they 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 have a I don't know they have a, a, a I guess a broad vision of you as a person and you as the artist and the song, and then they allow it to happen because I don't think they would just let that happen if somebody, you know, was uh, not a um, a decent person. I'm gonna say. I appreciate that. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just I, I try to be, I'm straightforward with everybody. I, I'm very, I learned that from my dad a long time ago. You know, my mother too, just just being honest and straightforward, especially in this business, it's hard. But if you're honest right up front, you really, you can weed out the people that don't belong in your, you know, your plan. And, you know, and the ones that can help you, they see through that. So you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I am who I am and it does help me. You know, it definitely does help me be, being sincere. Yeah, but you, you got to be, you know, in, in life. You know, if you're real, then real things are going to happen. And what you're doing and, and the plan that you're, you're looking to execute can happen on a solid, with a solid foundation. Because without that foundation, what do you have? You know, you're, you're, right. you're, you're working with quicksand. And that's, and that's what I notice that a lot of, you know, these artists that are, you know, aspiring, <laughs> um, they play music or they sing. Okay. What they do? You have a million other people singing and playing music. What makes you different? Right. And a lot of people fail to see that. They think that just by singing or playing music, that's going to get them to the end of the line. But they'll be home, uh, you know, uh, not doing what they should be doing. And getting out there, they'll be popping popcorn watching you on TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's true. It's funny because. I actually, two seasons ago, I tried out for The Voice, mm -hmm. and um, I made it out to California. It was like, I made it top 180 out of like 100,000 people to try it out, which was like amazing to get out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I was out there, there was, there was a lot of talent out there, but there was also, there was a lot of people that hadn't done, hadn't even recorded songs. You know, they had people out there that just first time, like, doing anything like this. So, you know, I got, I was excited. I thought I had a good shot, but as I... As I went through, I realized that it, how much of a business, especially television, is when it comes to entertainment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all, it's all a plan. They, they have a plan of who they're going to pick, you know, what type of people are going to pick. So it, it doesn't, it, like you said, you, you can be playing music in your house. You can be, you know, making a CD. But if you don't have something that they like that they can market or somebody can market, then sometimes, you know, you, you, you're out of luck. No, well, you, you know, know the bottom line is it comes down to the bottom line, and yeah. if, and if you're not uh, if you, if you're not going to make uh, people money, you know, then they're not going to be interested in you, and they need to be able to ha to own you, and that's what it comes down to owning. And, and I'm just you know calling a spade a spade. When you're on a show yeah. like that, you you sign away. I mean, some people they become big stars, which is great. Some people, you know, that already have things going on, they go on a show like that. The show or the you know the the people behind it they don't want you because you already have things going on they want someone raw that they can develop build up and they'll make a hefty profit on so I it, it is a business I that I get you yeah know? but um, yeah but again you've been you've been you know doing this stuff and uh, you you were um, uh, you you were nominated recently for, at uh, for the Boston, the Boston Music Awards. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was the Pop R&B Act of the Year. Is that yeah, right? Pop R&B Act of the Year. Look, I got that right. I was I was, I was looking. Okay, am I getting that right? <laughs> well, in Boston, it would be the R&B. Ah, the ah. 
Andy. Yeah, but don't go to, <laughs> don't go to the bar and don't uh, don't drive your car there for sure. <laughs> exactly, it'd be wicked far to get there. Yeah, there you go, wicked far. <laughs> You know, so you you got this stuff going on with the Boston Music Awards, you know, um, and you're going against some stiff competition. Yes, okay. very stiff. I got uh, Carmen. I got Carmen. We got uh, Gentleman Hall. Um, Carmen's. You know, I don't know if people know Carmen. They 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 created an award for them at the Billboard last year because of their their use of technology to become famous, and they're now like top sixteen on the Billboard charts. Um, Gentleman Hall has been a big indie group that broke through on MTV a couple of years ago and traveled the world. And so I got some groups like that I'm up against, but it's it's very I'm honored to be up against like these major major players. And it's funny because I've known all these guys before they became major players, so mm-hmm. it's it's good to see them all making it and uh, to be with them. And hopefully, you know, as the year progresses, I'll, my status will move up and somebody will be saying that about me maybe next year. You know. I have no doubt that that's going to wind up happening. That's why you, I have you on the show, because I know um, it's just a matter of time before you're going to be on top of the mountain with what you're doing. You're talented. Uh, as I said, your personality and how you are and how you, you carry yourself you know, tells a lot to me. You know, so again, I I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be a problem. You all, I don't think that's going to be a problem with you getting to where you need to go. I, you're you're on your way. You're on your way. You you know, you, again, you from the writing of the songs uh, and and doing this stuff. But you're also you, you mentioned a TV pilot uh, that you that you did. You know, uh, yeah. What, what happened with that? Well, it was funny because uh, it was it was a really really cool um, concept. It was a a, a cooking. She was like a a reality show about a cooking show, but it was like being filmed. So the show was about the filming of this reality show, and basically it was about two two competing restaurants in uh, the North End, two Italian restaurants, and one guy wanted to be better than the other. And it had a little comedy in it, had a little action in it. We actually had um, Vincent Pastore from The Sopranos. I got to act um, across the table from him, which was, was kind of scary at first because I watched The Sopranos all the time. And then... Uh, <laughs> He didn't slap you? <laughs> and, uh, I was waiting for him. He looked at me. We were doing rehearsal, and he, he looked at me kind of like, like, who the hell is this kid? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was trying to keep a straight face because I don't know if he was messing with me or being serious. So it was a it was a really cool experience, especially being part of the writing team um, in creating it. And we had, a, you know, at the time, it's like anything else. We had a lot of interest from the Food Network and a couple other places, and you know, it just it didn't work. You know, there's hundreds of pilots shot every year, and you know, a couple get picked up. So, you know, it was it was a fun experience. Met a lot of people, gained a lot of experience writing, especially uh, script writing, which I hadn't done much of. And uh, so, you know, it was just another thing I put in the history of of me as a person and as a, a singer, actor, entertainer. And that's definitely it's definitely been fun. Well, you look you're looking at every avenue to market yourself and get yourself out there, and you're not afraid of trying new things. No, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, but that, that's good because, look, you learn how to, you, you, you learn a little bit about script writing, which gives you another uh, thing to put on your resume. And, again, all these things put together, just, just it's, it's, it's another tile in your career uh, as you, you're going forward because I, I know that you're going to probably round about come back around to doing some TV and film and things like that because as far as a well-rounded 
entertainer, it's beyond music for you. you it, it is, yeah, absolutely. I I enjoy it. the the most fun I actually have, you know, besides writing the song, is actually um, producing the videos. Um, all my videos that you see, I I like executive produce those. Get, you know, get from getting the sets ready to getting the right directors to getting the cast. I mean, I love that hands-on stuff. So it's it's really fun putting the pieces and the storylines together. So I definitely see myself, if not behind the camera, but just behind the people that are behind the camera and making sure everything's right, you know, someday. So I definitely get a kick out of that. No, I mean, learning, it's interesting, but you learning the uh, what's happening behind the scenes, you know, actually is going gonna, is gonna to help you a lot when you're in front of the camera, I speak to a lot of uh, actors, uh, directors, producers, and the reality is if you are well-rounded and you learn about the directing and, and the camera angles and how the stage is set, who does what, so on and so forth, when you're in front of that camera, you're doing a better job because you're making the director's job easier because you know exactly where you need to be for this lighting, the sound here, this, that, you know where everything is situated. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I've, I've I've been studying, you know, some of these uh, these actors like you know the guy John Favreau. Yeah. With, um, the, yeah. yeah. The producer. Iron I didn't Man, know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that he he directs and produces a ton of movies. But I only used to know him from all the stuff he acted in. You know, from the stuff with, you know, all the comedies he did to Iron Man. To, mm-hmm. But uh, he acts and produces he executive produced that new show revolution on nbc and i didn't know that till today i was watching a clip and i seen his name executive producer and i'm like see this is the stuff that i pick up and i'm like i gotta get i gotta get on point with all this because these guys are, are are just going in every aspect of the business so they can be you know successful well and you know the thing is i'm gonna use the word business and that's exactly what this is this is a business you i mean you can love what you do which you should love what you do because then it's not work if you love it however you know if you treat it as a business you're going to actually be able to do more and your longevity is is going to be there as opposed to being a uh, you know flash in a pan and I want everyone to hold on to that thought because we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back on the UCW radio show with recording artist Louis Bello. Appreciate you. Ooh, you're the best. You're my 
on the weekends No matter where we go From the time we make babies To the time they go to college, oh yeah For life, I'm gonna make you shine Oh yeah, yeah Back in the day since I was young This is Louis Bello, and you've been listening to my new single, You the Best. You can get this at louisbello.com or on iTunes. DDP Yoga. It ain't your mama's yoga. <laughs> Over the last 12 years, I developed this amazing program I now call DDP Yoga, specifically to strengthen and heal my own body. It's the only reason I was able to wrestle in the ring well over 15 years and three world championships. And now, I want to bring this amazing workout to you and it will change the way you think about the word yoga. DDP Yoga is all about zero impact, kick-ass cardio, increased flexibility and core strength conditioning. It's like nothing you have ever seen or done before. DDP Yoga. All right, welcome back to the UCW Radio Show, and we're here with our uh, special guest, recording artist, Louis Bello. We just heard uh, uh, one of his songs, and uh, uh, Louis, you are definitely a uh, pay-it-forward type of guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now, this question I have for you, okay, now, how nervous were you? When you sang the national anthem at the New York Mets Boston Red Sox game, let's let's, let's talk about that one. Uh, that was <laughs> the ball. I would tell you, I was so nervous at the Red Sox game more than the Mets game. At the, the Red Sox game was what happened is my sister sang the anthem and I sang "God Bless America" in the seventh inning, so she she lucked out and got to do her thing right away and was all done. I had to wait seven innings till the seventh inning stretch in the. <laughs> in the runway that leads up to the bullpen at Fenway Park. So, and it was, uh, that was nerve-wracking, very nerve-wracking. But once I get out there, you know, people in general are really great because once you get out there and everybody's looking at you, start singing, they start clapping at the end. You know, I find, I find people that enjoy just, that enjoy singing or, or, or a good song or just somebody that's 
got the guts to go up there. I find that people really rally around that, and mm-hmm. I, I got that energy. But, man, before I got up there, it was like I felt like I was going to throw up. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And, and you yeah. know, you're going to answer this question for me, though. All right, there's yeah. been a lot of controversy uh, with with uh, singers at sporting events. You know, you you they they're singing. They some people say they're lip syncing. Some people say they're doing it live. You know, I don't know. I'm not a singer. I'm not out there doing it. So maybe you can shed some light on that since you've been there. Uh, well, the, as far as the Red Sox and the Mets, we sang live. Okay. Um, I think what happens is there's a delay in the stadium because it's so big. And sometimes, like especially when we were singing, I would sing the first line, and halfway through that first line, those first couple words, you would hear then it come out the speakers at the end where the scoreboard was, it would bounce off. So it was such a big place that there was like a millisecond time delay. And so I think sometimes that might throw people off when they're singing and when mm-hmm. you're watching them sing. But uh, as far as I know, most people do it live, but I have heard of some people lip syncing it. Okay, you know, but, huge but your experience, what you've done, and that, I mean, that kind of makes a lot of sense because if you're singing, you have a big stadium there, you know, that little delay, it's like you're watching a Chinese movie, uh, the, the Kung Fu movies. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> it the, is. Like the, lip, the lips are off with the voice. and <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh, yeah, it's God. like watching a good uh, karate movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. Now, look, you it's funny. People call you the king of hustle. Yeah. Okay, where would that come from? Let's talk about that for a second. I, that just you know that came from uh, I was actually working with a group. Uh, I used, I went to school for graphic design. I went to Northeastern, right. and uh, so my main my main studied art is is actually art and design, and my music is my learned art. You know, self learned and, and the street and stuff. So I I was doing graphic design work um, covers websites, whatever I could do to make money to, you know, for the career and stuff. So I, I was with a group of kids and I was doing their rap stuff and they found out I sang too. And, you know, we got into it and the kids like, dude, you are like the king of hustle. You do everything. You know, you're out there cutting lawns for people, your landscape company, you're out there teaching, you're doing CDs for people and you're singing, you know? And so I just, I stuck that on my bio because it always stuck with me, the king of hustle. Oh, that's a good tagline for sure, you know. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. What the other things that you do, because you know, again, we talked about it earlier. I don't care if you're singing, acting, and the entertainment business itself is not easy. It's not no. easy. It's it's a battle, and you have to. You know, it, it it I find it funny how some people think like, oh, I'm going to go to Hollywood and I'm going to be a star in a week. And yeah. <laughs> but me, but meanwhile, nothing happens. You have to put your time in. You have to be willing to do what you need to do to survive until it happens. If you believe in yourself, you're going to do it. But you have to do things to make it happen. You know, it's not it'd be people. It's like people looking uh, at one of those uh, those visionary boards uh, that you know they look and they put something on. They're like, oh God, it's going to happen. I'm going to be a big star. Yeah, yeah. you got to work towards it. <laughs> Somebody told me that once. They were like, all right, you got to get a picture of the house that you want and the car that you want and just put it up on your wall and every day look at that thing and, and it's going to happen. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good to have visual. You know, I personally, if, if I want to do something like that, I'll drive by the house and say, yeah, 
that'll happen. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but but you have to, you have to do it. Yeah, yeah you, you have, have to, to do, do it. Something. You have to do something to make it happen. Too many people think it's just going to automatically happen, and that's like fantasy world. You know, you need to yeah. do things to make it happen. It's not easy, and you'll you'll come across uh, little potholes here and a hill there. You know, but oh, these yeah. are these are obstacles only if you want them to want them to be. You know, so absolutely, that that's true because you, you only lose if you, if you quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and that's that's what I feel because no matter what happens with my career, and this is just an honest thing for me, I have had such good journey. You know, and I, I want to get to the end of that journey, but I've had such a good time. I mean, I've had really bad times, mm-hmm. but even in those bad times, I've had great experiences. So I've taken those experiences and said, how many people get to do this? I'll play here. Or, you know, sing at the Apollo Theater or do things that, like, not everybody gets to do. So I look at that. I'm blessed to have those opportunities and just hopefully build those opportunities to something greater. But either way, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying doing what I love to do. You know what I mean? I, yeah, that's a great attitude. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you're getting that from your parents because, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, because when you, I mean, too many, so many people get jaded, and they they rah rah rah. This didn't happen for me. Rah rah rah. I blame the world. I blame everybody. Yeah. Blame your damn self, but take the uh, yeah, take uh, responsibility for your actions, and either you enjoy the journey or not. You're looking at you know the positive end of things, even in a bad situation. Yeah, I, I, my mother's like that. My mother's really big on on uh, being positive with everybody. Sometimes a little too much, but we, we joke with her about it. But she. She definitely gave that to me, and uh, my father instilled, you know, the perseverance in me to keep going and just kind of, yeah, you know, it's, bad stuff happens, you know, and sometimes you lose. Mm-hmm. You know, I've lost a lot, you know, uh, financially, you know, family-wise, mm-hmm. but, you know, good things come out of those, you know, and uh, i got a beautiful nine-year-old daughter who I want to show her how, you know, following through with your dreams, you know, you can you can achieve a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, success is what you want success to be, not what the next guy says it's supposed to be. And I think that's so important. Oh, yeah, that that's very important. And, I mean, everyone's personal success is different. Someone may, you know, find success in just living an average life and they're happy. If, if that's what you want and you made it, you know, God bless you, you're happy. You know, right. um, but when you're you're looking to attain something a little greater, and and I just and I give kudos to your mama, and to your pa- and and to your papa, because you know I think the parents, they have to trickle down that uh, that drive, and for those that don't have that, you know you kind of have to look at someone that's doing it, get inspired, like look at someone like yourself that you're fighting to get to where you need to get to, but you're smiling along the way, you're enjoying the journey, you know. Absolutely. I mean, how many people get to? to sing the national anthem at a major sporting event, you know, uh, have uh, a documentary named after their song on ESPN, you know, have their song featured on, on, a, on, a, on a segment, or I think it was a show on ABC, right, Lincoln Heights? Yeah, Lincoln Heights, yeah, a couple times they used it. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and now you're being nominated for uh, Boston Grammy, you know, and this is, you're just getting warmed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I do. I know. I feel like that. I feel like it's, it's, you know, it's starting to, it's starting to get there. You know, it's all coming together. Well, you're doing it, and I think the example you're going to set for your your daughter is fantastic. 
okay, you know, because she's going to see you make it from where you are or where you've been to where you're going to be. But you're the type of person that you'll make it, but you'll also pay it forward. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I I definitely got that from my mother as well since I was a kid, you know, and I, I've carried that over. My grandfather was very into that, too. He's always helping people. And uh, I just do stuff now that I realize why I do it, but it's definitely, you're right, it's how you grew up mm-hmm. a lot of the times, and yeah. I, I was around it, so... It makes sense to me to be nice to people. It makes sense to help somebody out because you never know, you know. And just somebody, you, there's always somebody worse off than you. I always look at it like that. Of course, you know. And I look, I'm the same way. And I, and I get that from my mother. You know, just going out and you're doing something. You know, you're doing something not to get anything in return. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Absolutely. And if you Absolutely. attain success, you know, you pay it forward if you can. You know, um, unfortunately, some people take advantage of that, but there's nothing you can do yeah. about that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I've, seen that. I've had that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but then you smile, you shrug it off, and you just keep moving forward because your your success is going to outshine any negativity that transpired uh, or, or is going to transpire in your life, you know, so you just keep plugging along. Now, when, when is the uh, the Boston Grammys, um, when's that scheduled for? That's December 2nd. December 2nd. Is that ha- that's happening uh, where? It's at the Liberty Hotel in Boston, which uh, it's a really nice venue. It's actually the old jail. It used to be a jail for like 100 years, and they turned it into a, a luxury hotel. It's pretty cool. Oh, man, uh, that, that place must be haunted. <laughs> it, I, I have never stayed there. <laughs> I'm not going to test it out. Yeah, yeah they, man. <laughs> they, you know, they still got the bars and a lot of the bars and some of the spots, the original brickwork and stairwells. It's, it's pretty cool. It's like a museum slash hotel for, you know, upscale hotel. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave someone else to, to stay there, not myself. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Not now I'm intrigued. Wait a second, maybe I will. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, you probably should try it one day. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know how that works out. I'll, yeah, if it works out okay, maybe I'll rent the room next to you. Yeah, there you go, there you go. So what else do you have going on in your life, you know, um, beyond beyond music? What else do you have going on? Well, I teach at Boston Public Schools. Uh, I teach music. I'm the coordinator of the uh, vocal and music department at uh, an elementary school in uh, in Boston. So that 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 takes you know a good chunk of my uh, my days up. It's really fun because I get to coordinate. Uh, we actually have Berkeley School of Music comes in with my students, and it's really fun to work with these kids, all inner city kids, and so that takes up a lot of my time, other than my daughter and mm-hmm. you know family and stuff like that. Um, you know, and other than that, just basically working on projects and my big, my big free time thing is video games. Me and my daughter go play video games at Dave and Buster's for hours. That's how we, that's how we relax. Oh, that, that, but that's quality time, you know, with, 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 with your kid, because, you know, when she's older, she's going to say, yeah, me and daddy used to do this or me and daddy used to do that. And there's nothing greater than having, you know, uh, and again, for those things, I call those life tiles. You have those life tiles in your world where, yeah, this is what you did with your, with your kid. This is what happened here. This is what happened there. And that whole tapestry just is the story of your life, you know. So I think that's great, and that's something that's going to trickle down to her because she's going to see everything you're doing, and she's going to want to uh, live up to, you, to, to what she expects you to live up to. No, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. I never, 
somebody told me something a while ago because I used to think, you know, running back for music, I, I wasn't able to spend as much time sometimes with her when she was younger, and uh, I, I used to get down because, you know, you get your kid and, mm-hmm. you know, you want to teach her and be with her every minute, and I got, ended up getting divorced in the middle of my music stuff, and, you know, so I didn't get to spend as much time and somebody said to me, like like you were just saying, it's the little times. So like mm-hmm. we used to drive back and forth in the car and sing songs to each other. And even though it was a 20-minute ride, you know, I started realizing, like, that's a fun 20 minutes that she'll always remember. Indeed. And it took it took me a long time, but I'm kind of starting to get it now. Yeah, um, but she'll remember, you, but you remember. And, and those yeah. are the things you look back at. Like, yeah, you know, when we walked down the block, we just walked down the block. I walked you to school, but this is what I remember. And she'll remember that too. That that I do, uh, I will tell you that she will remember that, you know. And when and she, hopefully when she gets older and she has your grandchildren, that she'll do the same for them. Absolutely, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but when I, when I when I'm thinking that far ahead, because that that's like no. I, don't, I don't want your mind all over the no, place right now, because you're gonna start getting stressed out. Like, holy crap! No, I can't like, have that. No, shit, I'm getting old. <laughs> grandchildren, what? Well, no, baby. Beyond that, you're like, oh my gosh, she has to go through the dating thing, and oh, I'm just... oh god, yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, that's scary. Yes, yeah, so too too much stress. Too much stress. I got my shotgun ready. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Shotgun, yeah. And yeah, you also have your. Your your father there, so he can jump in and do stuff. And exactly, your your sister. I'm sure she's she's no slacker. She'll she'll get she'll get all uh, uh, Boston on everyone. Oh yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's crazy. She's, she's the next one coming up. She's she's all over the place. At least I think she's she was just out in L.A. a couple weeks ago. Is that your younger sister or is she? My she's my youngest. Yeah, I have a um, two sisters. Okay. Um, one little younger than me, and then the youngest is Lisa, who's the one who's the singer. Okay, so, so she's, she's a little socialite. She hangs out with all like the the Clippers wives and the Celtics wives, and so she goes to L.A. and hangs out and parties. She's funny. Oh, she looks... I don't know how she gets in, but she has like it's kind of personality like me. She network and just start hanging out with people randomly. And she'll you call know, me like, "Yeah, I'm, you know how she I'm gets in? Her. You know how she gets in? She said, oh, uh, no, I'm Louis. <laughs> I'm Louis Bello's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, come yeah. right in." Come right in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right? I'm going to have to start charging her for that stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, she can start inviting you. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I haven't gotten an invite yet, so I think next time she's in L.A., I'm going to have to get a, yeah, <laughs> get an invite. Yeah, you're going to have to. But that that's great because, you know, she's out there hustling, and she she gets pushed by you. You get pushed by her. And that, that's a great family business. It, it is. It is. We just had a show two nights ago, night before Thanksgiving, and we hadn't played together in a long time. And it was it was good to be back on stage with her because we we do a lot of live shows together in the past, and we took a break because she's been pushing herself, and I've been pushing myself. But it's good to see that because then it kind of reminds me to go talk, uh, you know, about what she's doing and kind of get on her and see if I can help her. And so it's it's a good bonding time. Well, I think I think that's fantastic stuff. Um, now, what I want what I want you to do, if you can do this, you know, because I, I think your, your story is you know pretty cool, and what you're doing is amazing. And I and I know oh, I know like anything where you're gonna we're, we're gonna speak in a year, and you're gonna be on top of the mountain. And you're gonna say, yeah, I think I know you, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Never. You know, Never. I'll be the last person on that. That'll, yeah, that's, that's, I'll, get, I'll get you the first exclusive interview when I make it to the top. There you <laughs> go. Well, you know what? Right now. It's fantastic here, and I and I know that a lot of doors are going to open up for you, you know, and you're going to be doing a lot of great things. Uh, what makes me feel good about you succeeding 
is your mindset. And and I I, I knew I I kind of got that vibe when you and I met face to face. So you know you're gonna pay it forward. You're gonna open up doors for people that actually want to succeed in what you're doing. Uh, because you know when someone builds up and they open up those doors, you have these people that are talented, and all they need is the opportunity. So you yeah. know you you you're gonna get to where you're gonna get to, and you're gonna open up those doors for the for the worthy ones, not not the people that are home, you know, watching TV, you know, uh, you know, playing some music in their basement and hoping the, that the, that the world's gonna open up for them. It doesn't work that way. You have to have something further uh, there for you to make it happen. So you're gonna be opening up those doors. I have no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, and, I, and I'll make that promise. I will do that. Good. We're going to hold you to it now. We're going to hold you I to it. I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> so, recorded. Yeah, exactly. So now, well, why don't you let us know, um, uh, let our listeners know how they can follow your career because, you, you look, you're, you're, your light's getting brighter and brighter. And every day, every week that goes by, your career is moving further and further up. Let Let us know how they can follow you. They can find out more about you and, you know, your social media, everything else. Okay, so um, my Twitter is at Louis Bello, which is L-O-U-I-E-B-E-L-L-O. My website is louisbello.com, and my Facebook is Louis Bello Music. So everybody's, everything's pretty much Louis Bello all around. And uh, you guys can, can follow everything I got. I have an app uh, for your iPhone or your Android, a Louis Bello app, which you can purchase on louisbello.com. There's a little, little app symbol there. You can click that and you have an android or iphone and that way you can actually get updates on news current current events new songs exclusive videos so the app is pretty cool and it's free so um those are a few ways that you can pretty much every way you can get a hold of me okay so they can go on your site they can download the app for the iphone or the android uh, it's not going to cost them anything to do but they'll have all the updates uh with your career and everything that's going on Absolutely, it's pretty. It's it's pretty cool how they did it uh, for me. And every time I update something, it'll pop right up on the phone or a notification if I'm in your town or if I have a last minute show or you know anything that's going on in my career, new songs. It'll it'll be right on that app for you to listen to and check out. Oh, I think that that's that's some great stuff. You know, technology, keeping in oh, touch, awesome. keeping in touch <laughs> with your fans. That's the way to go. Yeah. All right, so now. With uh, let's just end this with the Boston Music Awards uh, is going on what December second, right? Yes. Okay. Now, how, how does the voting work for that? Well, the voting uh, they they had there was two weeks of voting. Um, it ended last week uh, the voting session, but what happens is they then take the votes and there's another criteria which is the secret criteria which we don't know about, and they take the votes and weigh it with maybe your achievements for the year. Mm-hmm. And against the other artists, so you know it's a it's a toss up. I, like I said, I'm I'm happy to be nominated and you know my name in that circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, I'd love to win it. You know, being from Boston, because some of these other acts are not really Boston people. Mm-hmm. They're they they've come here, you know, for Berkeley and gone to school here and stuff. So they're half Boston people. But it'd be nice to win it for the hometown. Well, you win it for you win it for the hometown. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I, I have no doubt that you're gonna you're gonna come out on top with this. Now, with, with the voting, that that's a voting of your peers, right? It, it voting of your fans. Oh, your actually. fans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, initially, the voting um, to get on the ballot is from your peers. 
so they picked the uh, the nominees from uh, uh, your peers in the music business and entertainment business around here. And then once that happens, they give you a couple weeks to get your fans and to kind of show your fan support and see how many people actually support you. And you have there's two weeks to vote. Many people can vote, and then they close the voting, and then they look at them and then decide who's uh, you know pretty much who who's got that support going on. Oh, so I think you I think you're a shoe in. I like uh, it. I, I appreciate like it. it. I like it. Too bad we didn't do the show before then. We could. I know. I know. I know. That's... They, it, the way they do it is weird. They spring it on the artists like last minute uh, about the voting because the ballots come out and it's kind of like uh, you find out very last minute and they say, okay, two weeks from now, boom. And it's like, you know, they don't give you much time. So they, I think they're really trying to test, your, you know, your fan activity and how much you can get out. Well, well, I think you're doing a fantastic job, Louie, and I think that, you know, uh, we're going to see a lot more of you, not only, you know, on the radio, but in TV, film, and that type of stuff, because you're well-rounded, as I said earlier, and I see a lot of great things happening for you and your career, and I wish you luck with the Boston Music Awards. I want to hear what happens, so you have to get back to me and let me know, uh, you know when you win, and let's let's get a picture of that. You know, so that, so that that'll be pretty cool. Okay, uh, but I do thank you for coming on the show. And uh, anytime, yeah. I thank you too. It's a great opportunity you gave me, and I, I really appreciate it. Uh, well, you know, I, I bring on when I bring people on the show is for a reason. Is you know, first, you know, you're a good person. Second, you, you have a lot of things going on. You and third, you you someone's going to get inspired, or more than someone. Of a lot of someone's will get inspired by your story, and that's what this show is about. So I thank you for coming on and inspiring whoever's listening. And we're gonna have you back on, you know, uh, at, you know, with, with uh, within the next few months, we'll have you back on to get an update on your career and stuff, and uh, see where Louis Bello winds up. Because I think that, uh, as I said, you're just stretching, you're warming up, and your career is uh, gonna get brighter and brighter, my friend. I'll, I'll be there. You just let me know. I'll be back on. Excellent. Thank you so much. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.